Hello, welcome to Alignment, Create Your Reality. I'm Sev. Are you aware that you have a radio, a TV, and a telephone in the middle of your head? It's your third eye. It's also known as your pineal gland or your pineal gland. Uh, the root word pinea is Latin for pine cone. That's what it looks like. And for thousands of years, this gland has been referred to in many spiritual belief systems, including Egyptian, Sumerian, Hinduism, Buddhism, and even Catholicism. In fact, the largest pine cone sculpture in the world is at the Vatican. The pine cone motif is found all over the planet in Italy, Iran, Greece, Indonesia, just to name a few places. Uh, the ancient Egyptians used the pine cone motif along with the Babylonians and the Sumerians. There's obviously something about the pine cone or the pineal gland that has some interest, that has some importance. Today, uh, there is scientific research being done on the pineal gland. However, with all the emphasis and interest this gland gets over the thousands of years, uh, we don't know very much about it. Philosophers, m metaphysicians, uh, and scientists have been studying this gland, but it's still pretty mysterious. Uh, biologically, we know a little bit about it, but believe it or not, we don't know everything about it. Uh, and spiritually, there is still a lot to be known about the importance of your third eye. You may have heard of the pineal gland being called the seed of the soul. That was a term used by Descartes in the 17th century. He was a mathematician and a philosopher. And in the 1800s, uh, there was a lady, uh, Madame Blavatsky. Uh, she's a founder of Theosophy, and she called the third eye the organ of spiritual vision. And to this day, it is believed that the third eye does hold uh, a, an entryway or a portal to other worlds and other dimensions. Something interesting that's going on right now is the study of the pineal gland uh, on blind people. How is it that blind people can see color? Obviously, the stimuli that's coming through your two eyes isn't all that we need in order to see color. And in fact, the pineal gland has rods and cones in it, uh, very similar to your two other eyes. Uh, it also produces melatonin, which is extremely important for our sexual growth and for our wake and sleep cycles. And disruption to melatonin actually produces a variety of ills in the body, from cancer to insomnia, early puberty in children, heart disease, and even multiple sclerosis. Uh, we can also hurt our pineal glands. Uh, the electromagnetic frequencies emanating from our cell phones and microwave ovens and Bluetooths uh, have been scientifically proven to have uh, a negative effect on our pineal gland. Fluoride is also a worry to the pineal gland. It is put in our water and it causes problems in the pineal gland as far as allowing the gland to function normally. 
There is brain sand that forms in the pineal gland, tiny little crystals uh, that also inhibit the biological processes. Now to the fun stuff. I went through that pretty quickly. I just wanted to give you a really brief outline of what the pineal gland is and what some of its functions are. But I really primarily want to focus on how to use your third eye to do astral travel, remote viewing, ESP, clairvoyance, clairaudience, you name it. Uh, your pineal gland is the receiver uh, of information that's coming from other dimensions, uh, that's coming from frequencies that you can't see with your two eyes and you can't hear with your ears, but your body can, still picks it up just because you can't hear it and see it doesn't mean it's not coursing through your body. It's going through your body. Now, some of us are have increased our sensitivity to these frequencies, uh, and so we can hear them and feel them and see them. Uh, and this is something that you gain with practice. Some of us completely ignore this information. And I'm telling you, you're really operating at uh, how can I put it, at a uh, less than optimum level if you ignore the information that's coming in through your pineal gland. Uh, we can call it intuition. And for those of us who pick up this information and pay attention to it and heed it, life's a little easier. For those of us who hear the information but ignore it, we tend to have regrets. And for those of us who don't even hear it, who aren't even listening enough to ignore it, are really operating in a way which is much smaller than what you're capable of. Now, I use my third eye for a living. It is through my third eye and through other parts of my system too, uh, but pr predominantly I would say through my third eye that I hear, feel, and see information uh, for my clients. And I hear, feel, and see information for myself too. I want to help you expand your ability to do this because there is a whole world out there of free information, free guidance. It's therapy, totally free therapy for you to help guide you in life. Uh, this will uh, cause you to be much more efficient in decision making. You can make better decisions and you can make them quicker. And what this does is uh, actually make you a very potent uh, manifester. When you start plugging into your paranormal abilities, your life changes. It's like you get a leg up. It's like a secret. Uh, and we all have this ability. There's two things that have to happen first. Number one, you have to believe that you have the ability. And number two, you have to practice. Because this doesn't happen overnight. Some of us, well, I'll take that back. All of us, as children, we're plugged into our pineal glands. We're plugged into the multidimensional universe. 
And then we started school and then that kind of stuff was poo-pooed and our imaginary friends had to go away. But I'm asking you to revert back to that time when you were a believer because it's for real. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I have a newsletter and today I wrote a newsletter about your third eye and on it I have a video uh, from uh, a lecture, a TEDx lecture of a scientist who's talking about the CIA and military funded experiments that were done with remote viewing and ESP. Our government along with governments all over the world believe in this. To them it is a fact. So if you have any doubts I'm asking you to put those aside as you listen to this podcast. Our government is spending a lot of money on this research because it's for real. All right then, let's start. For those of you who are new to using your multidimensional abilities, uh, there's lots of help out there for you. Uh, there's books, there's uh, lectures, you can Google all kinds of information. Uh, try and find maybe a spiritual center in your area or a spiritual bookstore. There's a, there's a lot of help. Uh, I am going to be doing a lot more of these podcasts that have to deal with your multidimensional abilities. So if you'd like to uh, follow me on SoundCloud, you'll be notified of all the different podcasts that I'm doing. Uh, I really want to help everyone make the most out of their lives. That's my purpose for what I do. I want to help you become as happy as possible. And I know for a fact that one of the ways to do that is to connect to your bigger self, your higher self. Connect to your abilities. That in the 3D Earth world, we are encouraged to ignore. But at the same time, when we hear about someone who is so-called psychic, I say that in quotes, uh, we're, we're fascinated. We're intrigued. Why is that? It's because innately we know it's real. And innately we know that we can do it too. Some of us don't want to practice. We just immediately want to be a psychic. Well, you got to practice. I've been practicing since I was a little girl. Uh, it started because we left Istanbul when I was a baby and we went to Canada, then we came to the Washington DC area and I didn't learn English until I was six or seven when I started first grade. So for the first several years of my life, people were talking around me and I didn't understand what they were saying. Now looking back on it, I realized what I was doing is I just created my own form of understanding people in a multidimensional way. I didn't have to understand the words that were coming out of our mouth, uh, out of their mouth. And so I just continue practicing. I've been doing this for a long time. But you don't have to do it for a long time to be really good at it. But you do have to practice. So I have some easy tips for you about practicing. It doesn't have to be done sitting in intense uh, quiet or intense concentration for an hour. If you just sit down a couple times a week just for 10 minutes. That's it. Listen to music that you can find for free on iTunes. There's all kinds of music that has to do with activating or opening up your pineal gland or your third eye or your sixth chakra. 
And listen to that. Put it on, sit down, be in the room alone. You can have a pet in there. It needs to be quiet. Close your eyes and just concentrate on the music. Just concentrate on the music and do that a few times. The more you do that, uh, the more you're going to start seeing things in your third eye. You might start seeing blobs of color. You might actually see something that looks like it's forming, maybe like a human or maybe a turtle. And you're like, oh, what's that? And then it disappears. Now, it's important that you don't force anything to visualize. If something starts appearing before you that looks like a turtle and, but doesn't finish forming, don't force it into, oh, that's a turtle. I got to see the turtle. If you see colors come and go, just let the colors come and go. Don't force anything. This is Don't let your brain take over. The biggest problem when you are trying to magnify your paranormal abilities is to allow your brain to take over. When your brain takes over, you're going to negate what you're seeing. You're going to think this is stupid. You're going to think that this is crazy. Or you're going to... Uh, change what it is that you see, meaning maybe something's forming into the shape of a flower, but you really want to see Jesus Christ. So you just have to kind of let it go. Many of my clients come to me with advice on help uh, as to how to open up and uh, increase their paranormal abilities. And I, and I love helping you with that. Uh, one issue is fear. I'm afraid I'm afraid of who I'm going to see. I'm afraid of what I'm going to see. I'm afraid of where I'm going to go. A lot of this fear is because of the books and the movies and the TV shows. Now we're going to talk about frequency again. You are emanating an energy. And for the most part, when you take off on these astral travels, you're going to be aligning with energies that are pretty similar to yours, that are also of a higher vibratory rate. But anything of a lower vibratory rate might come towards you, but it's just going to completely walk away because you don't harmonize with something of a lower vibratory rate. And I know you're not of a lower vibratory rate because you're listening to this podcast. If you were of a lower vibratory rate, you wouldn't even be interested in this. So just like you align with certain people on earth, you also align with certain energies when your consciousness is out of earth. So don't be afraid that you're going to harmonize with something evil that's going to haunt you and hurt you and take you to a horrible place and you're going to see something horrible and your life's going to be ruined. It, that doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. I've been doing this for such a long time and in, I have never, ever had a bad experience in any of my astral travels or in any of my meditations. I just haven't. First of all, the intent is not there. I'm not going into it with the intent of something bad happening. And I believe in the law of alignment. I believe that I will align with energies that are loving because I'm going into that multi-dimensional universe in a loving fashion myself. And I'm looking for help. I'm seeking guidance. I'm not seeking to be ruined, and I'm not seeking to be scared. If you are, you can certainly find those things, but I doubt that's why you're doing this. There are many things you can see in your mind's eye. Anything from just a snapshot to an actual little video. And the more and more you do it, the more and more the picture of it is going to get clearer. 
sometimes what you see is so clear that it's an even higher definition than the best high density television or better than life. Sometimes it's not that clear. And even for people who have had a lot of practice in this, every time they see something in their mind's eye, it's not always crystal clear. Sometimes it is. So please don't focus on how clear something is. When you see with your third eye, it's, it's like this. You know, when you're sitting there thinking, your two eyes are open and you just start kind of daydreaming and you look off into the corner of the room and you're not really focused on the wall across from you, but you're kind of seeing yourself at the beach or you're envisioning what you're going to do with your boyfriend that night and you can see it, but your eyes are open. That is what it's like. Um, if That is what it's like seeing things through your third third eye. That's the best way I can describe it. When your eyes are closed, you get a better picture of it. But you can definitely see very clearly when, you're, when your eyes are open. During my readings with my clients, most of the time my eyes are open and I can see clearly. Sometimes I close my eyes and I put my hands over them uh, because I know that I'm gonna get a much more detailed picture of of something, of a message. And so I've seen everything from my friend's mother who just died a few minutes prior who came and got me and took me to her hospital room where I hovered over her bed. And then a few minutes later, my friend called and told me that her mother died. I've seen little movies uh, about my future. I've seen little movies about my past lives, although I say everything's happening at the same time, so your past life is really your current life. <laughs> You're having all these lives at the same time. Uh, I've also traveled very quickly through what looked like space. I see a lot of energy beams that look like kaleidoscope. So if you take a mandala, just imagine a mandala. Mandala is a cross-section of an energy beam. So what I see are these mandalas that are just extended. They're just these unbelievably very uh, detailed and multicolored energy beams just swirling around me. And sometimes I enter them and I travel and I go places. Uh, a lot of times I, I feel myself flying over a place so many different experiences. They're all really beautiful, very lovely, and many of them have literally changed my life. The advice that I've been given, the things that I was shown, have changed my life for the better. So other than practicing a couple times a week, just for 10 minutes, surely you can do it more, but if you have 10 minutes, like every two or three days, to sit down and play some free music to activate your third eye, uh, after you do that for a while, then it's, uh, it's time for you to start the communication. And so you can do this with music on in the background if you want or if you don't want. Some people like music. Some people don't like music. I use music once in a blue moon. I personally prefer silence. Uh, although... Uh, it, it, you know, whatever you want, completely up to you. There's no right and wrong. 
Also, what I'm describing to you is my process, is how I do it, is how I do this for a living. Uh, you might have your own process, your own way of doing it. Just do it. What was I saying? Oh, how to take it up to the next level after you've been uh, relaxing with some music. Okay, time for the communication. I remember. So you close your eyes. My eyes are closed right now. And you close your eyes too, if you can, if you're not driving or doing something important. If you are, please visit this podcast when you can sit down and close your eyes. And then right there is this, this clear movie screen. And it's in this movie screen that you're going to start seeing things. So for instance, right now, as I'm talking to you, I see this swirling ball of energy. Now, if you see something like that, just concentrate on it a little bit. Just look at it. It's swirling. And just don't talk to it. And just watch it. Allow it to do what it's going to do. It might change colors. It might get bigger. It might get smaller. Maybe another ball of energy forms it. And when you feel like communicating with it, you just simply say, hello. What would you like me to know? What should I know? What would benefit me? This is when you start hearing through your third eye. And just listen. Now, a lot of people have a hard time listening because all of a sudden the brain kicks in. And you hear something and you're like, oh, I just made that up. I can't tell the difference between me and another entity or my higher self. How do I know it's not me? Well, that's a great question. And you're only going to know that answer through practice. If you do this enough, you will be able to tell the difference between your voice and a message that you're getting in a multidimensional fashion. One day, you're going to decide, I'm going to take the advice that I'm getting in my meditation. You take that advice and it works. And then you say, aha, I know what that voice sounds like. I know what that voice feels like. So when I communicate with other consciousnesses or other entities or with my higher self, whatever it is that I'm communicating with, it also has a feeling. Sometimes we get too caught up in names. What's my spirit guide's name? I want to know my spirit guide's name. Well, ultimately, there are no names. Names are given just to appease you. If you want a name, fine, I'll give you a name. I hardly ever ask for a name because I just go by the feeling and that's how I know my guides is oh I know that feeling okay I know what this guide provides for me I know how this guide communicates with me some guides like to communicate more in a verbal fashion some guys like guides like to communicate more in a visual fashion there's so many different ways of communication so not only are you being talked to, but it's important that you talk too. This is communication. It's a two-way communication. It's a telephone. Ask questions. And if you don't understand something that's said, 
uh, tell them to say it again. If you can't hear something clearly, tell them to say it slower. Tell them to say it louder. This is a, a friendly uh, conversation. Uh, and please don't think that whatever it is that you're communicating with, it has ill intent or wants to mock you or wants to hurt you or make, wants to make fun of you. One way that you know that it's your voice and not another voice is if you hear cursing at you or if you hear something telling you to do something dangerous or uh, potentially life-threatening or cutting you down or demeaning you or telling you you're stupid, that's you. Because you are not doing this to communicate with entities that talk to you like that. Entities that do communicate with you like that are of a much lower frequency and you are of a higher frequency. So you'll be communicating with uh, consciousnesses that want to speak with you in a very loving manner to help you have a happier life. That's what the point of all of this is. As far as eating something, drinking something, smoking something <laughs> to help you with this uh, adventure, no, nothing's necessary. You can do it totally sober uh, with any diet that you have. However, uh, the more you eat foods of a higher frequency, the higher your frequency will be. Uh, the more you live uh, with thoughts of higher frequencies, the higher your frequency will be. And the higher your frequency is, the higher the frequency of the entities that you're going to be communicating with. Uh, pot. Pot can help you. I'm not saying smoke it, but I am saying it is something that does help uh, expand the pineal gland. It can be used too much and it can also be used as a crutch. If you're going to get high every time before you meditate, don't do that. The whole point of meditation is that you don't need pot or you don't need other, uh, you don't need mushrooms. You really don't need those things to have uh, amazing travels. Uh, do they help? Yeah. Are they fun to do sometimes? Yeah, if you can handle it. But they're absolutely not a necessity at all. Please understand this. I am not telling you to smoke anything or ingest anything in order to have a fantastic experience with your third eye. I can't talk about the pineal gland without mentioning DMT, also known as the spirit molecule. You may have heard about it. Uh, it is believed that DMT plays a role in highly religious experiences or in highly spiritual experiences or in really intense drug trips. It's when our senses become like super duper senses, when we see things we wouldn't normally see, we see in ways we wouldn't normally see, and we hear things we wouldn't normally hear. There's a lot of studies being done on DMT and its role in the spiritual experience. 
There's a lot still to discover, but it has an integral uh, role in helping break down the, the 3D barriers in order to have these extraordinary multidimensional travels and experiences. As far as your third eye travels go, please know that you are always in control. At any moment, say you're having this experience and you're walking down a hallway. I had this yesterday. I was walking down this long hallway, all kinds of doors. Say uh, you're afraid to open a door. Okay, then bounce out of it. Don't force yourself to do anything. But know that your fear is coming from a, a subconscious issue. Uh, know that your fear is coming from maybe the brainwashing that you've endured with all these books and stories and movies and TV shows about how this stuff is scary. But never push yourself. If you find that you're invited to step onto an energy beam and take a ride and you don't want to, don't. You are in complete and total control. And if you say no, the next time you meditate, it, it could be offered to you again. You could say no a million times. It could still be offered to you. They're never going to stop offering you. And no one's going to get mad at you for saying no either. The, the entities or the consciousnesses or the energies that you're plugging into, there's so many different things you, you can plug into. Uh, they don't get mad. They don't hold grudges. Uh, they don't judge you. This is your experience. Have it the way you want to have it. Uh, hopefully one day you will realize that you are safe and you will open that door. And what you find can change your life. Hopefully one day you will ride that energy beam. And where it takes you is extraordinary. You know what? It could take you into your future. It can take you to a past life. This is an ability that, if exercised, will bring you peace. It will bring you a sense of calm. It will change you in so many ways. It'll change your viewpoint about yourself and the world. It'll change how important you believe you are. You'll realize you are important. Your energy is important. Your heart is important to this planet. It also makes it very clear that the things, the things that so many of us are after don't matter. It makes it very clear that what really matters is loving yourself. And then from there, you love everything else. Knowing that, believing that, living that, is how you find the way to create your life to your standards and only your standards. The people who want to join you are welcome. The people who don't want to join you on your life, on your standards, don't have to. And you're fine with it. The more you meditate, the more you expand your multidimensional abilities, the more in control you are of your life and your destiny. The nicer you are, 
the happier you are, the younger you look, the healthier you are. And the list goes on and on and on. If you haven't started, start. If you have started but you've got frustrated, don't get frustrated. Keep going. Keep going. Practice, practice, practice. No matter what your level, beginner, intermediate, or advanced, there's no such thing as enough practice. If you have an experience you'd like to share with me, I would love to hear about it. Maybe if I have your permission, I can talk about it on the show. Your experience will help others. I've shared with you some of my experiences. I also have some really cool stories that have to do with my pets and communicating with them in a multidimensional way. Don't forget that animals have a third eye too. And in fact, that's how they communicate with you. Remember, this multidimensional communication is not reserved just with our spirit guides and angels and Jesus Christ and Leonardo da Vinci. We communicate like this with each other, fellow human being to fellow human being. And we communicate like this to animals and they communicate with their third eye with us. We're constantly communicating this way. For more information about the pineal gland, I offer you a working chapter in a book that I'm currently writing. The chapter is called The Crystal Pine Cone, and the book I'm writing is called Sex for the Soul, Stroking Your Pineal Gland. I put the chapter on my blog, which is on my website. All of my social media places are all Planet Sev. Thank you for listening. I wish you happy travels through your third eye.